Hey, and welcome to Epistle, a devotional podcast that goes through the New Testament one book at a time. Hey, everybody, we're going to pick up in verse 10 of Ephesians chapter 6. A final word, be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Put on all of God's armor so that you will be able to stand firm against all strategies of the devil. For we are not fighting against flesh and blood enemies, but against evil rulers and authorities of the unseen world, against mighty powers in this dark world, and against evil spirits in the heavenly places. Therefore, put on every piece of God's armor so you will be able to resist the enemy in the time of evil. Then after the battle, you will still be standing firm. Stand your ground, putting on the belt of truth and the body armor of God's righteousness. For shoes, put on the peace that comes from the good news so that you will be fully prepared. In addition to all these, hold up the shield of faith to stop the fiery arrows of the devil. Put on salvation as your helmet and take the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. Pray in the spirit at all times and on every occasion. Stay alert and be persistent in your prayers for all the believers everywhere. Paul is using a powerful word picture here, and we have to recognize something about the city of Ephesus. Ephesus is a pretty powerful economic hub for the surrounding areas. And with all of that money and trade coming and going, you would need a lot of military protection, which means that as a part of the Roman Empire, seeing armed soldiers training and drilling was not an uncommon sight. So this would have served as a really prominent reminder for the readers of this letter to keep what Paul is saying in mind. This is a pretty powerful word picture that he's using, pretty clever for Paul to be able to do that. And I think we see that especially with Jesus using the parables, and we've talked about that as well. But this is not a parable. It's just a, a metaphor or just a, a, a word picture to help as a teaching tool to help us understand what is being communicated. So as you see soldiers training, you would remember who our real enemy is. As the people of God, who is the real enemy? Well, it's the devil. We're fighting a spiritual battle. And remembering who the enemy is reminds you the kind of war that we're waging. And if that is our enemy, it's a spiritual enemy, then that kind of raises a question that isn't so much talked about in these verses directly. But the question is, if our enemy is spiritual, where is the battlefield? Well, he talks about the heavenly places and he talks about things being unseen, but really the battle is in our hearts. It's in the hearts of all people. And every day we wage war in our hearts, whether or not we are going to follow God or not. And most of the people in the world, because of sin, say no, and they al align themselves with the enemy, which is why Paul reminds the people of God to be strong in the Lord, not in our own selves, not in our spiritual maturity or our own qualifications or our own morality or anything like that, anything that you could fill in the blank, it is be strong in the Lord. And as you are strong in the Lord, to stand firm in your faith, in the confidence that comes through the power of the gospel. Remember, in all of this as well, that since the battlefield is in our hearts, the reminder, very potent reminder, is that only God can change people's hearts. And yet he invites us to be a part of that. And here is the part that he invites us to play, and it's seen in all of the pieces of this armor. Our strength in this spiritual conflict comes from these pieces, and it's important to not neglect any one component of this, but instead to view all of this as one operating whole. We're going to look at each of these little 
parts uh, as just really quickly again, because this episode is not meant to be too long, but uh, you start off with the belt of truth and we see how many times God's word refers to itself as truth. We see this in John 8, 32, especially, but a belt, the purpose of that is not just to hold your pants up or not just to hold your outfit together, but it's also something that you clip your tools and gear and weapons onto. It's something that holds all of your other devices. You think about tool belt, that is exactly what is being talked about here. It's something that you would put your weapons and gear on. So starting off with the belt of truth, important to remember that God's word is truth. We look at the body armor, the breastplate of righteousness, and this is not our righteousness, but the righteousness that comes from Jesus that he gives us. This is talking about justification. The breastplate, right, the body armor, protects a lot of important stuff. Heart, lungs, other organs, pretty important stuff, right? You kind of need those. Sarcasm, right? You, you obviously need them. So it's important to have that component in place. Shoes, the ki right kind of footwear, is also important. And I think this speaks to the missional state of the gospel. It also talks about sure-footedness. Think about going mountain climbing, wearing Crocs or flip-flops. It's not going to go too well. You could try it but you're likely going to sprain your ankle. And what we're talking about here is having the right kind of boots on where you're going to have sure footedness, that you're going to have the support and comfort and protection that comes from the, the shoes of the readiness of the gospel. Also moving on here to the shield of faith. This is a device and a tool that soldiers would use to protect themselves as extra defensive armor. This is something that would likely be covered with leather and as soon as there would be flaming darts that would hit that shield they would be extinguished because leather does not catch on fire very quickly which is why paul talks about the shield of faith extinguishing the flaming arrows of the enemy look at the helmet of salvation as well protecting our head our head is pretty important as well uh and and when you put a helmet on or when you put goggles on you don't even perceive them so much but they are always in sight it is always important to have your salvation in sight prominently so that it's not getting in your way, but through that it's protecting you and it's giving you the line of sight to remember that what you're seeing is through the lens of Jesus. It is through the lens of what comes from the gospel. The sword of the spirit is the last component of official armor here, and it is the only offensive weapon that we have. We look at this a little bit in Hebrews chapter 4, verse 12, and you can go ahead and look at that. We will get to that. Oh boy, I don't know when we'll wind up getting to Hebrews, but we'll study there uh, eventually. But it speaks to the importance of having this truthful offensive weapon in place. This is something that God does, and this is how God works in people's hearts. It's through his word, which is important that we not neglect this part of our armor. There's two other components that we want to highlight here in this as well that we ought to be praying at all times. This is joined in a way with all the other pieces of equipment that we are always praying at all times. And the invitation as well and the instruction is to always be alert because Jesus is coming back. When you think about the role and duty and work of a soldier, it is very often and not uncommon that they drill and train with all of the equipment. They go through special education so that they know how to use the equipment that they're given to better protect themselves. Matter of fact, a lot of times you'll see soldiers modifying their uniforms and their, their fighting uniforms so that it better fits and works with the equipment that they receive. Now, we do not just jump into the deep end as Christians. It's important for us to drill and to train with all of the equipment that we receive as well. So as we look at all of these different parts 
of the armor of God, it is important that we drill and train and become familiar with what God provides for us. And as we reflect on all of this, how does the spiritual armor of God help us understand what it means to be a Christian? Thanks for listening to Epistle. You can find, follow, and give feedback on our Instagram page at E underscore Pistle. You can find all of the episodes for this podcast wherever you get your podcasts, and please feel free to share them with a friend. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you in the next episode.